Welcome back to Sports Day on your Friday night. Great to speak with this man. His name is Andrew Westercott. He's the CEO of the Australian Grand Prix Corporation ahead of this weekend's Australian Motorcycle Grand Prix there on Phillip Island. Good morning to you. Uh, good evening to you, Andrew. Nice to talk to you. How are you? I'm terrific, Carl. A big uh, weekend. We've got all the sort of world champions. I say sort of. We've got Valentino, Rossi, Mick Dewan and the current new one. Mark Marquez. Yes, and uh, I'll tell you what, after all of the action unfolded today, how did Jack Miller end up, our local hope? Our local hope is being um, every time he comes out of his garage and he walks to the team uh, hospitality suites, he's being mobbed by the fans. He's in great form. He was second in the morning practice and in the afternoon practice he was seventh. So uh, going really, really well and looks pretty comfortable. What sort of chance do you give him across the weekend? Look, um, Jack's giving himself a huge chance, and Jack's actually uh, says he wants to wants to win it. He led it for the first seven laps last year. So, who am I to argue with uh, that sort of um, uh, hype and uh, confidence? But I think Jack is realistically going to be um, third place at best, and um, top five or six would be a ripper result because Marquez has got a dominance on this circuit like you wouldn't believe, and so was um, Davizioso and, and Rossi. What did you find from the other Aussie, Mike Jones? He trimmed almost a second and a half from his early best. Yeah, he did. Look, um, he's stepped up in as a wild card. He's a, he's a 24th and um, he's a long way off the pace. Uh, but tell you what, uh, four and a half seconds, he's still very, very quick uh, around the circuit. You know, maximum speed for him, 330 kilometres an hour. It's nothing to... Um, be shy about. Now, the weather uh, is always a factor at Phillip Island, and today Mark Marquez, who's the newly crowned world champion, had a scary moment. He put the Honda down going into Turn 10. He was able to walk away from the crash, thankfully, and his teammate in Danny Pedrosa also slid off the ch- track. Uh, they have the wrong tyres, did they? Yeah, but you know what? It's one of those things, you know, um, the lean angle and the, the tightness of where you take the apexes into these corners, that's the difference between winning and coming second, third or fourth when you've only got 0.037 of a second between first and second, for instance. Marquez was the rider last season who came off and had his crash. He crashed more than any rider in the whole championship, yet he won the championship. So, you know, don't read too much about you know, into it at the moment. Now, the Italian, Andre Iannone, he put a blistering late run in, I believe, in his Suzuki to post the quickest time in second practice. He sure did, and uh, look, the Suzuki's are very, uh, they've been quick, they were, um, I think it was fourth and fifth, or fifth and sixth last week in Japan, they're getting better, um, his teammate um, Alex Rins did very well last week, so yeah, keep an eye on out, and all the, the Italians, Spaniards, they dominate this uh, this event, but uh, there's an Englishman called Cal Crutchlow, he's a previous winner here, and he's also in the mix in, in fifth spot. Fantastic. Now, this is an iconic race, and it is certainly one in which the world's eyes are turned on our country, and it's a beautiful environment there, and it's just amazing how many people turn out for a weekend like this. Look, it is. I mean, um, you you Western Australians have got some beautiful coastline, and um, the coastline around Phillip Island and Bass Strait, it's a a lot cooler than what you're used to, uh, Carl, but I tell you what, there's a lot of Spaniards and Italians who switch on and I don't know where Perth or Melbourne are, but they certainly know where Phillip Island is. And um, that's the great thing about a sport like MotoGP, and it's penetrating hugely into Asia as well these days. Indonesia just goes wild for these riders. And what sort of crowds are you expecting over the weekend? Well, we had the biggest crowd since Casey Stoner's farewell this um, in 2012 today. It was up around wow. nearly 22,500. And uh, tomorrow normally is about 
you know, 25 to 30. And um, with good weather forecast for Sunday, it's probably in the order of about 35 to 40, which means it's around the 85 to 90,000 mark across three days, which is huge for a regional sporting event in Australia. Absolutely. Now, what sort of prize purse will the boys be riding for and striving to win? Well, it's interesting. Um, in, in Formula One um, and MotoGP, they don't actually have a purse on a race-by-race basis. They'll, they'll get a trophy, they'll get champagne sprayed in their eyes, but it all comes down to the, the results in the championship and the season for the teams, and that's uh, the division of the whole prize pool. So, you know, some of them are on huge money, but they don't give a check to each of them like a golf tournament uh, at the end of the race. It's amazing, isn't it, uh, how happy they are when they spray that champagne over each other. It's uh, quite unbelievable. Now, you've got super bikes, Moto3, Moto2, the Grand Prix, you've got an aerial display. All of that goes on. So it's not only the racing on the track, it's all the entertainment that's provided around the event, isn't it? Yeah, look, um, Melburnians are, are spoiled for that sort of a, array of choice when it comes to entertainment, and, and it's the same across across the country. You know, you look at what's... Uh, happening with your new stadium in Perth. And, and the fans everywhere in Australia just demand more and more fan experiences, great things to um, uh, have at their disposal. And, and we do that here with the Royal Australian Air Force, for instance, the F 18 jets flying across, and a huge um, GP Expo, which has got all the latest and greatest from a um, motorcycle point of view. 27 laps for the decider. Is that right on the Sunday? Yeah, that's it. It's 4.4 kilometres. So what's that? It's around 100 kilometres uh, maybe 105 kilometres. It goes for about 40 to 45 minutes. Um, they get to 350 kilometres an hour and Channel 10 and Fox Sports show it uh, show it live. So one of those things you'd, you'd look at this year because you're probably not going to get across in time, but come across next year and come across for F1 in March. With your involvement in this sport, what have been the challenges? Have things been more difficult uh, these days or have you been able to get your fair share? Well... Look, it's about, there's not many sports that um, the ticket for entry says motorsport is dangerous and and people can be killed. Um, So you've really got to make sure that in permanent venues and temporary venues, the motorsport and rider safety is paramount. And then with a big mass gathering, we've got temporary grandstands. We're feeding, say, uh, 100,000 people at Formula One on on the day. It's all about the preparation that you put into an event, which is only three or four days. And so we've got our grand final all at once and we've just got to be right every day of it and on song. Yeah, I broadcast Speedway over here. I'll be doing that for the opening round of the season tomorrow night down there at the Perth Motorplex. I've been doing it for 20 years and I must say it's great, Andrew, to have the bikes back. We've had almost 20 years of bikes being absent down at the Perth Motorplex with issues around the track. They they wanted to ride on the clay and not the purpose-built track which was inside the actual Speedway Uh, and this time they've returned so it's going to be great to have them back down at the Perth Motorplex. Well, it's the same sort of um, challenges that they have at, um, from the Speedway point of view as we have with MotoGP, as we have with Formula One. People need to be entertained. The racing's got to be good. It's got to be done in a safe manner and um, everyone's got to arrive and go home safely. And what the fans expect here is the same as what uh, you guys over there expect when you go to any concert or the footy or the cricket or a, or a good night at a restaurant. Who wins? I reckon um, Marquez is going to win. I think Davizioso will be second. This is the guy who's second in the World Championship. And I'm going to say Jack's going to finish third or fourth. And so let's fingers crossed for all Australians that he follows in the uh, steps of 
Casey Stone and Mick Doohan and Wayne Gardner and gets on the podium. Brilliant, Andrew. Thank you very much for your time, mate. Really appreciate it and have a great weekend. Thanks, Carl. Thanks, Paul. Andrew Westercott there, who is the CEO of the Australian Grand Prix. Great weekend. You can tune in and see it live on TV.